0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Play by Play. It's the Jamie Yarrow podcast. It's the podcast that you rely on for your daily dose of everything from business to wellness to parenting to sports. You get it all here. And we don't just talk about it. We give you all the the how to's. We give you the playbook, the play by play. Today, we're going to be talking about how to handle life when it gets overwhelming and maybe even when it feels like it's getting a little bit out of control don't forget to check out all of our full episodes and our two-minute drills and if you love what you hear please subscribe and share give us a five-star rating that would be the greatest compliment that you could give us now let's get ready for today's play-by-play I am Jamie Yarrow and kickoff is counting down good morning good afternoon good evening Wherever you may be listening today, I am live from the Clawfist. That is the Closet Office, a.k.a. the Play-By-Play Studio. It is episode number 41, and I am so glad that y'all are listening with us today. There's about 850,000 podcasts available on the internet, and I am excited to know that you have added us to your playlist. Today's episode is about handling the overwhelming amount of stuff that life can throw at us at times. I was talking to a dear friend recently and he was telling me about all the things that he has going on in the life of his business and how those things were starting to affect his personal health. I think we can all relate to that to some degree or another, right? Life, whether it's our work life or it's our relationships with our spouse or our kids or even our friends, maybe it's our finances or perhaps it's some challenge with Uh, you know, your church family or some organization that you're involved with. Well, he was sharing with me all the things that he'd been encountering recently and and I began to take note and I, I was literally writing these things down as he was talking. I wanted to be a help to him and I wanted to be sure that I didn't miss or, you know, leave off something that he thought was important enough to share with me while he was going through this challenging time. Now, it is normally my nature to interrupt. I don't mean to, but uh, and I tried my very best to let him pour out his challenges and his frustrations without me trying to be a fixer while he was talking. And for the fixers that are listening, listening to me today, you know that, that this is a tough thing for us to do. Um, I have another friend who is a self-proclaimed fixer, and if he's listening right now, he knows how hard it can be to just sit and listen at times. You know, but the truth is, we should all learn to listen more. I'm talking to myself here. If we really listen to hear and to understand, and not just listen to respond, we'd be a whole lot better off, probably. That's a whole nother podcast, though. We'll save that for another day. But like my friend, life gets overwhelming, doesn't it? And I mean, it can start to affect your health. I mean, it can affect your blood pressure. So you get stressed out, and one of those, you know, effects is that your blood pressure goes up. That happens to me sometimes. We get sick because the stress affects our immune system, and we get run down, and our body, you know, gets sick because of it. We suffer from insomnia. Uh, we we can't sleep at night, and and our we can't shut our brain off. You know what I'm talking about? Some of you that are listening right now, you're shaking your head because you know what I'm talking about when you just can't shut your brain off. I'll do another podcast on that because I have some things that I've been able to do successfully to get my brain to turn off where I can stop thinking about things all night long. We'll do that in another podcast. Sometimes you get irritable, right? You get snappy at people. You snap at your coworkers or your family or your friends or your kids or, you know, the most uh, oftentimes what we do is we snap at the people that mean the most to us, don't we? Uh, it's our family oftentimes that takes the brunt of our, uh, our anxiousness or our, our, our sense of being overwhelmed. Uh, we can even have panic attacks. Uh, you know, you see that from time to time with people that are just overwhelmed. So what do you do? I think we can all relate to some of these things, but how do we get past these things? How do we overcome them? Well, I want to share some things with you that I've seen work in my life and in the lives of others that I have counseled or coached during their times of struggle. And so I think these things can be a help to you, Uh, There's about seven things, and so you may want to write these down, or you can come back and listen to this at any time. But first of all, I want you to understand that you're not alone, and this is kind of two-part, but you're not alone, And, and you are not going through something that someone else has not already gone through, and they came out successful on the other side, and I know it doesn't feel that way. It feels like you're all alone and that you are tackling this thing all by yourself and that there is no light at the end of the tunnel. But can I tell you that other people have gone through the very same struggle that you're going through right now and somehow they mustered up the strength to get through it and you can too. I promise you can. Look, and the second part of that is that you have a support system. Now, first and foremost, if you're a believer, you've got God and he's always listening and he's faithful to hear our prayers. He sees the big picture, and the Bible gives us some great guidance on how we can handle the stresses or the temptations that come our way. But look, you've also got friends, and you've got family, uh, co-workers maybe, if it's appropriate for the struggles you're going through. If you're a business owner, you there's fellow business owners who understand the unique struggles that you go through. Uh, you've got me. Look, I'm here for you. I've told you that before, but I'm serious. I will be more than happy to listen to what you're going through and to offer some suggestions. Unbiased, and outside opinion looking in, uh, unjudgmental. I'll just be happy to help if I can. Number two today, you have to identify those things that actually matter that are causing stress. And you say, well, what do you mean that actually matter? Well, there's things in your life, let me tell you, uh, there's a, a an incredible freedom that comes from realizing that some things just don't matter enough to stress over. You know what I'm talking about? Now, I want you to go back and listen to episode number nine. Uh, I'll put the link to it in the show notes to make it easy to find, or just scroll back down through your app and go to episode number nine. It's on avoiding unnecessary stress. And I want you to listen to my system of virtually ranking things in your life. I think it's going to be a real big help to you. And so I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it right here because I want you to go back and listen to that because there's a whole podcast on avoiding unnecessary stress in your life. So that was number two. Number three, control the controllables. And you've heard me say this before. Uh, I've posted you know, memes about this before. Control the controllable. I've really tried to do this a lot in my life, especially over the last several months. But there's going to be things in our lives that are simply out of our control. And and thus, look, it it does you no good, absolutely no good, to allow them to overwhelm you. Don't dwell on the things of the past. You can't change the past. The things that have already happened in the past, those are there for us to learn from. The future hasn't happened. I mean, we can't worry about that. And the present is today. That's all we have control over. You know, I've used this analogy before. I got it from my wife, but there is... Uh, the rear view mirror in your car, that's hard to say, rear view mirror in your car is small, right? It's small because you're not supposed to stare behind you. You're just supposed to glance back there and just to take a peek back there and see what's behind. We just use it to look behind us, just to glance. But what does the windshield look like? It's big, right? That's where we should focus 95% of our time when we're driving is is in the future, right? We're looking out in the future. So look to the future, Don't dwell on the past. Now, we moved um, last June. We moved into a new house, and uh, we wanted to do some things to our old house to get it ready to sell, and so that took some time. Once we got all that done, we put it on the market, and while it had a good number of showings, it it just wasn't selling, and um, our realtor was doing a great job, and she was working hard, and you know, we, we weren't getting any negative feedback about the price or the location or, you know, it was really just kind of personal preference sort of things, but nothing really that would, you know, get us concerned. But it was costing us about $1,000 a month to sit there vacant. So it was a big deal. It was important. But I had to understand that there was absolutely nothing that I could do, you know, aside from helping our realtor to get the word out or share it on social media or whatever I could do, little things like that. Look, I couldn't make buyers come purchase our home. I couldn't force someone to make an offer. Those things are outside of my control. Now, thankfully, um, tomorrow we're going to close on that house. And so that's pretty exciting for us because that's a chapter that we close in our life. We, We raised our kids in large measure in that house. And so that's a chapter that's going to close. But it was something that I had to understand that I, I couldn't control what happened uh, with the house. I We, we were just waiting, right? I and mean, there was a lot of waiting that had to be done. And I had to understand that I had to control the controllables. And so I didn't let it overwhelm me. I, I understood the things that I could do in the situation. And I understood the things that I didn't have any control over. Look, I recognize that it's not uh, just... It's not as easy as just saying, "I'm not going to let it bother me. I get that. But that is the first step to getting there. You have to realize what you have control over and what you don't. And I'm a big believer in positive affirmations. I think I think you've got to say things to get your mind ready and set and moving in that direction. All those things that are outside of your control, you can't they can't have a hold on you. You can't let those things, consume you you got to control the controllables all right so number four today eliminate the unnecessary things that are wasting your brain power what in the world are you talking about jamie look there is no doubt stuff in your life whether it's a hobby or uh, a sport or some other thing i'm just going to call it a thing that can be put on hold until you get everything else under control Right? If you're like me, you probably have a lot of irons in the fire, and sometimes your plate overruns. Now, I'm not saying that you quit these things altogether. I'm not saying that you quit golf or you quit your side hustle or you quit writing a book or you quit serving in a particular role. But if those things or you know something else that's not necessary is adding to the overwhelmingness of what's on your plate, then table it for now. You don't have to quit it, but just put it on pause, okay? Just hit the pause button, tap the brakes, and then come back to it when you have more capacity. Just because you put something on hold doesn't mean it's gone. You can come back to it, but you've got to realize that there are things that are causing stress in your life or causing you to be overwhelmed that just aren't that important for this very time in your life. The fact is... Right now, if if that is you, if you've got these things, you know, that that are contributing to the fullness of your plate, then you're probably not doing a good job at anything because you have so many irons in the fire, right? I mean, you've heard that said before, like, you can be doing so many things that you're not doing a good job at any of them. And sometimes it's best to take a few of those things off your plate and just table them. Reduce some of your obligations. And there's no doubt that that's probably going to reduce some of your stress. Number five today, know yourself and your limitations. Now, you've heard me talk about decision fatigue before. Now, if you're rock solid in the morning and you start to fade off in the afternoon, like me, that's me, then handle all the tough stuff before lunch and then do your mindless tasks in the afternoon. You're still going to get to the to the same end goal at the end of the day. The same things are going to get done, but you'll cause yourself less stress and likely you'll probably put out a better work product if you use your strengths to your advantage. Now look, I'm a morning sort of early afternoon person, you know, one, two o'clock, that kind of time frame. Um, but I I'm a early morning to about then. If you want me to put out my best work, I need to do it in that time frame before mid-afternoon starts rolling around. I'm just not as effective in the second half of the day. And I know that about myself. When I'm doing podcasts, if I do them in the morning or early afternoon, my thoughts are much clearer and they're more focused. Um, I I feel like my content is more fluid and I, I have better thought processes. I struggle more in the afternoon or the evening. And if you knew when I recorded the podcast, you'd probably agree because there's probably some that I've recorded in the evening or even late at night. And you were like, oh Lord, he bombed that one altogether. But that's me. So know, know yourself, right? So know yourself and your limitations. Number six, celebrate the small wins. This is a big one. Okay. If you take three steps forward and two steps back, look, you're still one step ahead. Right? Even when our lives feel like they're crashing down, you're still winning. There's still small wins that are going on in your life. Find the things that you're winning at and don't discount those. The problems you're facing, those aren't just because you're celebrating your wins, doesn't make your problems go away. I get that. But when we're winning along the way, it tends to minimize those challenges or those issues or the 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 all-consuming problems that we're, you know we're, t- we're trying to tackle it tends to minimize those just a bit. And look, maybe it's just perception. Maybe when we celebrate those wins, we just, you know, it's a perception of ours that we're not it's not all doom and gloom. But remember, perception can be our reality and perception can be that thing that continues to fuel us and keeps us going look there's probably a lot of other ones but i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap up with this one this will be the last one so number seven focus on one task at a time if you can so believe it or not our brains way down at the impulse level where the nerves fire right down at the synapse level they only think of one thing at a time multitasking I, i always said i'm a great multitasker and i still use that terminology because you understand what that means But that's really just a myth. When someone says that they're a good multitasker, it just means that they're better at juggling their thoughts back and forth between tasks. But scientifically, we can really only think of one thing at a time. So when you're overwhelmed, try to focus on a single task and dedicate some time to it. Look, maybe you turn off your email for a period of time. You've heard me talk about that before. Just check it a couple times a day. Silence your phone. For the love of all that is good, stay off social media for a little while. Two things are going to happen when you're able to do this. Number one is you're going to limit the number of things that are going through your mind at one time, and that's going to reduce the amount of stress that you have. You're not going to feel as overwhelmed when you're not trying to quote-unquote multitask. And then number two, when you can focus on a particular task for a period of time, you're going to make more progress on that particular task and then you're going to be able to celebrate some of those small wins that we talked about earlier so make progress celebrate wins don't fill your plate so full that you don't know how to juggle it all learn to say no when someone wants to add something to your plate and you're already overwhelmed you can't do it all and that's a big that's a challenge for me because i think that I should be able to do it all. When someone says, I need help, I want to be able to jump in there and help them. But look, you can't do it all. I can't do it all. You're doing an amazing job with what you got going on right now. You really are. Think about how amazing you're doing right now. You're being an amazing friend. You're being an amazing parent, an amazing spouse. You're being an amazing whatever. You're doing awesome at it right now. So continue to be a rock star at those things. Clear some of that stuff off your plate And then look for some new opportunities or pick up those hobbies that you put on pause. I know it's easier said than done. I get that. But I promise, if you start to implement a few of these things that we talked about today, you're going to see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And don't forget, I'm a resource to you as well. I'm more than happy to help. I've got a, a great listening ear and who knows, maybe I'll be able to offer a little advice along the way. Well, that's all the time I got for you today. I am so glad that you joined us for this episode of Play by Play. Be sure to check out all our other episodes and our two-minute drills. You can find us on your favorite podcast player just by searching PXP, the letters PXP, and then click on Play by Play with Jamie Yarrow. Thanks for listening, and most of all, I hope that something that I said today helps you to become a better version of yourself. My name is Jamie Yarrow, and I hope you have a wonderful day.